Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. I am a believer. I have an alert mind, a receptive spirit, an attentive heart, and active faith. My life is full of energy. I know that God has something for me today, and I will not leave without it. What I receive will change my life forever. We'll We'll go ahead and let the world hear the greatest shout of victory that has ever ascended. about the days that we're living in today or in this era. And um, it says knowledge will be increased. And if, if you break down knowledge to three levels, just, just for the sake of clarification, Because if you don't understand how to implement the victory that the Lord has given you in the time that you are occupying, you will want victory, but you will wonder why it's not ever present and manifested. And so just knowledge in three, in three ways. One, let's start with uh, knowledge about things, knowledge about education, nat- natural education, knowledge about uh, or regarding uh, scientific uh, breakthroughs and uh, and course, technological uh, breakthroughs and enhancements that is in the predictions of God through the prophet Daniel, that knowledge will be increased. Are you listening to me? And if you take a next level of knowledge and you, you look at it with me, and this next level I want to talk about is knowledge by experience. Like it says, and in, 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 um, in, um, so-and-so knew his wife, and she conceived. How many understand what I'm talking about? So knowledge by way of intimacy or experience. 
And one of the very, very important things to know about that is that there is a knowledge that is sacred, that is holy, that is important for you to experience, to know him, to walk with him, to understand him, have him understand you, have him feed you what is necessary for you to grow spiritually, solically, be strengthened with health and vitality physically, and carry a word that does not return without results. And that is by, by knowledge of the sacred and the pure. And yet there is a knowledge by experience, by um, um, experimentation, that you're living in an age right now where people are looking for what satisfies and they think by trying this, that, and the other, alternative this, uh, different that, whether it is chemical, whether it's, it's herbal, whether it's, it's sexual, whether it's whatever the case might be. How many understand what I'm talking about? And it takes you back, and in the Word of God that is current, the sacred scriptures are not old-fashioned. They're not old hat. They're not has been. The word is alive. He is powerful. He is sharper than any two-edged sword. He is the only one that can make you what he has predetermined to make you. And that is an impact on the society you live in and an impact on the world you live in. If you want a nation to be made great, you've got to have a great church in that nation. If you want a family or a house to be a wonderful house, you've got to have a great father and a great mother. You've got to have a great respect for the Lord. There's got to be something in, in, in the, in, that is placing the Lord in his ways first. You're not giving up anything, neither am I, when we so-called sacrifice failure for addiction to victory. I don't know if you heard me. Maybe I'm, I'm the guy that Dr. Robin was talking about. I'm talking so fast, you're not hearing what I'm saying. You, you hear? Uh, I, I'm, I'm talking to you sons and daughters and, and International Miracle Institute graduates and students that can quote the word uh, very well. You're sitting down in your lazy chair right now receiving a word of God that a prophet has spent time with the Almighty to bring to you. Well, why don't you put a little vitality in your physicality and get up out of the lazy chair and get into the sanctuary that God has built for you together in order that there may be a change in your life and not just a theory, not just a concept, but a reality in your life of a victory that the devil cannot steal and that the world cannot overcome. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Excuse me a little bit. Um, isn't that true? Yes. And it's very important to understand the second level is the level of knowledge by what? Experience. So we see the Apostle Paul talking about it in a writing to the Ephesians. 
that you might know him. Are you listening? We see the apostle Peter talk about it, exceeding great and precious promises that by these you can be partakers of the divine nature. And he says, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. Not not the knowledge about God, not the theory about God, not the way I see God, not the way so-and-so sees God, but the fact that I've spent time with my Lord, spent time with my Father, spent time with my King. I'm I'm not just a battery running out. I've been charged with the Lord of heaven. I've been infused by the Almighty God. Hallelujah. And and I I didn't do it out of religiosity or duty. I did it because this world is decrepit on its own. It is empty unless I bring the fullness. And if I can't bring, if I don't spend time with the one whose fullness is abundant, how can I carry a fullness that is overflowing? I need to bring to this world that is defeated by darkness, the victory of the light, the help of the heavenly. The delivers the deliverance of, hallelujah of the Lord so we are not sacrificing anything by prioritizing the victory hallelujah amen second that that second level isn't that isn't that good stuff that second level of the knowledge shall be increased men or humanity will go to and fro. Now that could be good if you're going to and fro and you are a mission. In motion for the message. And everything you do, you don't do for that paycheck or that result. You do beyond that. You know that a workman is worthy of his or her hire but what you do you do because you're going to leave an impact for the Lord who has anointed you put a seal in your life made you different than average different than normal different than weak different than temporary he has called you his own and he will never leave you nor forsake you so that is a good going to and fro are you listening to me? But then there's a, there is another going to and fro, and, and, um, uh, and that is the, uh, the, uh, the distractions of the substandards that take priority over uh, the most important. Are you listening to me? The excuses that humanity sometimes tolerates in order to do that first instead of do the kingdom first. And then, you know, I, 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 I bought a field, I've got to go plow it. I got a yoke of oxen, I got to go use them. I just got married, I need to take care of my honeymoon. And the Lord said, no, I'm not going to put up with that. I'm going to print another VIP uh, card and I'm going to send it to the highways and the byways and every place that somebody is ready to accept an invitation to come to the marriage supper. I don't want 
somebody that puts me on the list. I am the maker of the list. I am the top. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory. Whoo. Glory to God. Oh, go ahead and call us Jesus freaks. Go ahead and call us. Go, go ahead and call us crazy. Go ahead and call us extreme. Go ahead and call us out of our mind. Go ahead and call us everything you want to call us. We're not auditioning. We're not running for your acceptance. We're not running for your acceptance or your uh, appreciation. We've come for your soul, for your life to be delivered, to be set free. And dignity will be restored to you again. The dignity that the devil stole from you at that very tree. And see, I told you there is knowledge. And knowledge shall be increased. But now you live Christianity with the knowledge of good and evil. And you're not living Christianity. You live Christianity with the knowledge of the pure and with the knowledge of the impure. You're not living Christianity. You're living religion. You're living uh, ritualistic uh, service. You're living an inability to please the God that said, do not eat of participation. Do not sit down and eat what is offered to idols. Do not get around that which contaminates you. Be aware of one thing and one thing alone. And when you're carrying that, take it to your world. Take it to your children. Don't let the systems of this educational world disrupt and distort your family because somebody that you are employing with your taxpayers' dollars is indoctrinating your children to reject the King of glory and the Lord of heaven. No, no, no. You have a fathering, mentoring spirit upon your life and you can claim that which God has given you and keep your house sheltered from the afflictions of the enemy because you built him on the rock. Your house is built on the rock. And when your house is built on the rock, the wind can blow, the rain can fall, the floods can descend, but they cannot prevail against this house because it is... you're going to shout, shout. Glory to God. If you're going to shout, shout. Glory, glory, glory. And so, so in this, in this area of knowledge will be increased. And we talked about that 
second area of knowledge. Um, and I think we covered it pretty good. And the third one I want to talk about, knowledge shall be increased, is a revelatory knowledge out of the very sacred scriptures that are very relevant to your now change. Your change. Are you listening to me? Listen, listen, no one lives on planet earth and lives for Christ Jesus and, and lives in the word of God and d does not suffer persecution. Are you listening to me? Persecution cannot uh, destroy you. God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, not for persecution. It's just not knowing what to do with it. When you run into opposition and you go to God and say, what is wrong? Why am I going through this? Are you listening? Well, he told you all who live godly in Christ Jesus will experience persecution and many are the afflictions of the righteous. Now, let me stop here now. But the righteous are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. So, but if you know, if I am I it is living in you, if he's for life, then you know that what comes against your call has no ability to overcome you. And that is just the fact. There is not a power. There is not a power on planet Earth that can overcome this because the King of Heaven has called you and redeemed you and anointed you. That's a fact. You'll discover it in this life, somebody. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so, so, but the Lord delivereth him or her out of what? Them all. Now you say, well, that's not true. I know some righteous people that the Lord didn't deliver. No, 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 no. God's word's always true. But let me tell you something. Just, just one thought. Just because God said you're righteous doesn't mean you accept it, receive it, know it, and call yourself what God calls you. The man said... The prophet said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So the Lord can call you the righteous and be ready to deliver you. And you live uh, acknowledging iniquity because this world and the stooges around you and the propaganda around you is telling you you're not what God called you. While the man of God and the prophet that he sent is telling you you're more than enough and you're more than a conqueror. Come on, somebody. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Hey. Hey. So the knowledge that will be increased in our season, in our age, is also the experiential knowledge of the infinite abilities and qualities of the sacred heavenly father 
and the blessed Savior and Redeemer, our Lord and God, Jesus the Christ. And in that, there's going to be such ease with which you will assassinate the powers of infirmity and you will drive out the powers of affliction and those that have an ear to hear what you're bringing will be set free from age-old bondages that used to bind them because you are a representative of the heavenly on planet earth the people that know their god shall be strong and do exploits glory to god hallelujah he washed you he cleansed you he sprinkled you he branded you with the seal of eternal property you are his you're a king you're royalty you're not what you used to be you're just starting the things that are attacking you they're coming from outside because your enemy hates the potential ever residence and active on the inside of you but do not respect your adversary more than you acknowledge your ally greater is the one that is in you than the one that is in the world glory to god 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 hallelujah your savor you are the salt of the earth don't let people that have concluded a substandard walk with God dictate your sermon you are salty you are preser preservation you are keeper hallelujah glory 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 so holy is not old-fashioned clean is not old hat pure is not a fantasy are you listening to me we don't need to dim down the lights and have a light show we don't need to just become a concert group of people if i wanted a concert i'd go to a real concert i won't go to some fake concert where people act as if god is present while when the service is dismissed they go back to being the same old way that god did not call them to be international miracle institute is not passing up the time international miracle institute is raising up a generation this is not a counseling session this is an equipping time glory to god And I want to tell you, you know doctors been preaching this ever since you have met me. And I'll say it again. You can go where there's a revival or you can have revival wherever you go. You can go and try to find out where God is moving or God can be moving on the inside of you all of the time because you have made your commitment to the Lord.
in the psychological church. I don't want to attend a uh, a uh, a uh, pass up the time entertainment church. I don't I don't want to attend a a family club church. I want to come to a place that is supernatural. I don't want to enter a closet that's just got stuff in it. My prayer closet must be a place where I meet Almighty God that charges me with the enablement to bring His power to the people of the world. There is a revival, the likes of which no other generation has ever seen. And it's coming through men and women that are under the sound of this anointing today. If you believe it, respond to it now. You understand what I'm talking about, right? You may be seated. You understand there's nothing wrong with, uh, with um, flavors. There's nothing wrong with different types of um, meetings. Uh, but um, what God wants to give you, he wants you to keep. So, for instance, prophetically, because I can call so many of you right now, I could call about 30 people right now and give you a prophetic, a personal prophetic word. But I'm speaking to all of you. So I want you not to block what you're hearing because I'm speaking to you specifically, grab it and get it in you. Now, Now, here's a lesser level. A lesser level at your end will be you thinking that when God, if God, and when God changes your surroundings, you'll be happier. That's lesser. Why? Because there'll always be other happenings. And so whatever you are going through that may not fully be complementary to the will of God, his best in it is not to change it, but to change you. Are you listening? To change you in the middle of it. Glory be to God. That is his will. And he already has. Actually, he lives in you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In the middle of it. Praise the Lord who lives on the inside of you. In the middle of it. Testify the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Declare the truth about it. Glory be to God. You're not a target. You're you're not you're not you're not a uh, uh, a uh, you, you, you are not devourable. Come on. 
See, your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, goeth about seeking whom he may devour. Well, there's seven billion people on earth. He doesn't even have to go anywhere. Why does he have to go about seeking? Are you listening to me? Unless there are some people that say, no, I'm not devourable. The king of glory has called me, chosen me, baptized me, filled me, anointed me. I have a word from God. When I walk through the fire, he's with me. And through the rivers, they will not overflow me. When I pass through the fire, I will not be burned. Neither will the flame kindle upon me. I've got a protection word. I cannot be shall no evil befall me. No plague will come near my house or my dwelling. I'm the redeemed of the Lord and I'm going to say so. Isn't that right? That's right, isn't it? Isn't, that's right, right? There shall no plague come nigh your dwelling. But notice he's seeking so he is trying to get permission. He wants permission. He's seeking. He's saying, can I get closer to your dwelling? Can I get closer to your dwelling? Maybe I'll just ex explain it in a way that you'll start accepting it. Because you'll look around down here and you won't see the express image of God. And you won't see. And everybody's doing it. And everybody's accepting. It's happening to everybody. And so he wants permission. There shall no plague come near your dwelling. Does not mean he's not seeking. He, are you listening to me? So the Lord said be sober. Vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, will be sober vigilant. Because when that plague tries to come near your dwelling, you, you rise up in that anointing that's on the inside of you and the sobriety that is in your life. And you say, you better get on. You better get on. We're not devourable. We're not defeatable. We're more than conquerors. We're more than conquerors through Christ. Sit down if you, if you will. I love you so much today. Love you a lot. Just want to um, talk to you just a few minutes. We, I won't preach today. I won't, I won't preach today. Our Lord, our Father, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that we, amen, is I don't want to quote it because you know it. And then you, when you know, 
what I'm going to say, you just don't listen. No, 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 not consciously, subconsciously. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. How many heard that? Yes. See, because I faked you out. I said I wasn't going to quote it. So you listened. <laughs> no, he, he gave his only begotten son. When we discovered this um, mystery of godliness or the mystery of God in this uh, first century teaching, we talked about the embodiment or the incarnation or the huma humanity of the word of God, that, that God the word was humanized in the incarnation. And we can't improve on what we know universally in the church to be a, a clear definition, and so we won't. And it's this, that he became just as much man as if he was not God and remain just as much as if he was. And so he brought divinity, um, infinity, and he humanized heaven or, the, or the, the maker of heaven, the word by him all things were made. He, he revealed himself in the incarnation, but he also elevated or, or he, heavenized, <laughs> divinified humanity in himself. I'm talking now, if you look about Christ Jesus ministry. Does that make sense? So he brings the two together, and he brings the two together, and he begins to reveal to mankind what it is, what it is to be as he is. So Christ, when we, we see Christ uh, give credit to the supernatural works done through him, and um, he says, the Father in me, he doeth the works. Correct? Yes. Okay. We hear the apostles say, or give credit, and, the, and then they say, it is his name, through faith in his name that has made this man whole. Are you, and you've crucified him, but God raised him up and we have been sent by him. Are you listening to me? To do what he sent us to do. So you notice that when Christ Jesus was operating or ministering he was revealing God, but revealing God as the Father. Yes. Lift your hands and shout, yes. yes. See, I'm not preaching theology or theory. What I'm preaching is the answer 
to this world's brokenness. And I'm under no illusion to believe that the majority of the world is going to accept the answer. We're going to try our best to get everyone that is willing to receive to receive. I'm under no illusion. But I'm also under no fear that those of us that do accept the realities made available to us through Almighty God will fail. I'm under no, no fear that we will fail because it is not numerical. It's not numbers that give you the authority. Are you listening to me? Because it is not the majority that have the authority. It is the believers that have the authority. It is the body of Christ that has the power. Glory be to God forever. Hallelujah. So this world is out of balance because this world has a spirit that we know is the head guy is called the small g, God of this world and the devil. And he's been defeated. How many of us know the Lord defeated him? And how many of you believe the Lord took away all his authority from him? And yet he's still riding off of the fuel of people that will allow him. And so he is an outlaw. He's not just going to sit in the corner just because he is, he is defeated and he's powerless and he's bankrupt and he is going to the lake of fire. He's not going to do that. He's going to do his best to resist the truth in your life through the weapons of lying and mischief that he can propagate through avenues that will yield themselves to him and sell themselves to him because of uh, unrighteous gain. Am I going too fast? So in that case, sobriety and redeeming the time because the days are evil are necessary things we do in order that we might not be devoured by the seeker and look at him and say, no, you go seek somewhere else and you can't touch where God has sent me, not my family, not my loved ones, not my extended friends, nobody, you can't touch this. This is the property of Almighty God. Glory to God. And, and, and we put that, we put that um, dunamis and that authority on what we believe out of a clear conscience with God because we know that we do not regard, we do not evaluate, we do not assess, and we do not conclude iniquity in our hearts. We do not allow ourselves to accept the definition of the devil if the Lord is supplying his cleansing for us. If you are a child of the living God, then no weapon formed against you. I don't care where you're in right now. You might be in a furnace, but the fire won't burn you and you won't smell like it. The lions won't eat you. The famine won't harm you. God will supply for you. He'll take care of you. Hallelujah. Even if you're in a desert, he'll keep you. He'll keep your clothes. He'll keep you from wearing out. He'll bring you bread from heaven. He'll take care of you. He'll bring you water out of the rock. 
Hallelujah. But you have to deal with your own heart. If I regard what? Iniquity in my heart. The Lord will not hear me. So now I can know the truth and pray and get no result. And then something happens and people say, well, well so-and-so got, got destroyed and they were good people. Or so-and-so had that and they were godly people. But they don't know that the enemy does not listen to a person that is condemned by him. So if the enemy has you walking in condemnation, your rebuke to him will not work. But if I can wash you today, then the lies of the enemy will fall off of you just like that. And your rebuke and command will be obeyed. Glory to God. You are clean. You are pure. You are saved. You are holy. You are delivered. You are anointed. You are sanctified. Hallelujah. How many of us feel faith in you? You feel faith in you? Well, lift your hands up and just, just right now, right now, while you're here. While you're here, God's moving. While you're here, it's being taken care of. While you're here, there is renewal. While you're here, there is restoration. While you're here, there is a new desire. While you're here, there is a new fire. While you're here, there is a stirring. While you're here, there is an expansion of the gifts of God in you. And if you believe it, give God a great shout of praise. Okay, you may be seated. And so there is, remember what, what I said before I, can I obey the Lord? How many of you here today, you'll be honest, you say, Doc, I feel like you're talking directly to me. Let me see your hands. Keep, keep them up, keep them up. Wow, that's everybody. It's wonderful. So I, I went... And I told you there is, a, there is the enemy in the, in the world, the, the reason the earth, the world itself runs in a semi-broken fashion, out of whack, is because the intention of the father to father the earth is being resisted by powers of darkness in this world that are working in the lives of people, working in the lives of the ungodly, and also working to some measure, unfortunately, uh, by us forfeiting the priority of knowledge and allowing certain misconceptions to operate in our life. And the heavenly father is a good heavenly father. So when Jesus gives the analogy about 
the, the, the will of God. And he talks about the, uh, one, the story about the prodigal son and how he gets his, his, his um, um, allowance or his, his, his inheritance. He goes out and he squanders it. So he literally, we know the story. But at the end of the day, when he comes to himself, while he's coming back, while he's still afar off, he sees the father waiting for him. So that is not only a, a story on earth, but that is a story of the bigness of our God that is always full of patience, that the word that he declared and sent to heal them and deliver them, and healed them and delivered them, healed us and delivered us from all our destruction, that word will not fail. That word will bring you back. And when you come back, instead of expecting what you deserve or, or receiving what you deserve, you find out the Lord's got a party ready for you. Are you listening to me? And... Uh, and so the earth, fath being fathered by God, if, if, if I could talk about God as the Father, right? I'm talking about God the Father. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now how did the only begotten, not created, the only begotten, all things were made by him, without him was not anything made that was made. Uh, he's God. So how did he give him? Well, he didn't only give him on the cross. He gave him in conception. When he took on a body. He gave him in, uh, in labor and birth. When he became a child. He gave him in, in a journey of perilous times when he had to direct him out of, um, you know, the evils of, of, of uh, Herod and uh, take him to Egypt. To, he, what am I saying? He gave him as the God-man. Are you listening? Because God the Father is the Father of spirits. But he wants to make us in his image and in his likeness, so he poured the word or sent the word who is the express image of his person to put us on. And when he put us on, in him we cease to be what the devil calls us. We're no longer wearing fig leaves. We're no longer covered with, with lamb skin for a season. We're no longer observing every year a forgiveness of our sins in order to go ahead and live in dead works. No, something else happened. The one that is the image became the God-man so that he can fill humanity with sanctity and purity. You are, you have more dignity from God than anyone in their intelligence can relate to you. But the revelatory spirit of God says to you, you have more to you than a life made up of 70, 80, 90, or 100, or 120 years. You have an immortality 
with God. You have been bought with a price in order to, hallelujah, occupy heaven as a member of the great global a universal family of almighty God and so when he gave his only begotten son he gave him in the incarnation so when we hear Christ Jesus preaching whose words is he preaching well he says the words that I speak to you they are spirit and they are life so the word spoke the word well, did the word not speak the word in Genesis and Exodus? Did the, did the word not speak the word throughout all of the prophets and those that predicted messianic prophecies? Was not that the word because they were moved by the Holy Ghost and yet the word was not satisfied with that. He talked about all of that looking forward to the day when the word will become the man so that the man will stop being like they thought man should be and they will become like like the man that came and bought them with a price more precious than silver and more precious than gold. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. There is a fathering spirit coming upon your life that'll take care of you, feed you, lead you, guide you, protect you, help you. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. The words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. So he gave his only begotten son. Of course, the ultimate giving was um, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God. Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Notice, iniquity has no place when the sacredness of the blood of Jesus is revealed. You won't regard iniquity and walk in condemnation because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. Sin will not claim you as a sinner. That's why I will not preach a, a lie on behalf of God and call his people sinners. They're not sinners. You, you may sin, but you go to God and ask forgiveness because you know what sin is. When you did not know God, you didn't know what sin was. And today there are people walking around without any shame at all to their game because they don't think there's such a thing as sin. Because sin can only be acknowledged by people whose conscience have been changed. And they know right from wrong. And because you're no longer what you used to be, you recognize the truth between the contaminated and, uh, and, the, and the regenerated. Hallelujah. You recognize the difference. Hallelujah. Amen. So the blood of Christ cleanses your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. How, 
How do we serve him? Working together with him. Co-laboring together with him. We serve him. Co-laboring in authority. Co-laboring in victory. Co-laboring in sacredness. Co-laboring in power. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? And... um, And so he gave his only begotten son. Now, when, when, when Christ was raised from the dead bodily, he did not remain here more than 40 days. He appeared to his apostles, his disciples, over 500 uh, people, according to the witness of uh, 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 Paul to the Corinthians, And maybe even more than that, because in that record, Paul is emphasizing the male or the men, the the men that Christ appeared to. How many recall that? He says he appeared to. How how many recall that? Wave at me. He he says he appeared to Simon, then he appeared, and then he appeared to James, he appeared to the eleven, he appeared to the to all the 12, then he appeared to all the apostles, then he appeared all at once, right? So then he he said, and appeared to over 500 brethren. So he could have merely been talking about um, the the men that Christ appeared to because he wanted to drive the point home uh, to the Corinthians regarding the witnesses, the eyewitnesses that saw Christ. But nonetheless, over 500 is a lot of people that the Lord would appear to for 40 days and would, do, would show himself alive and in his body that will never die again, allow them to touch him, allow them to eat, take bread and break it and give to them and, and bring of your fish and take of his fish and eat with them. And, and, and there is no separation between this side that is yet to inherit physical immortality and that side which is ever ready to provide from him strength for your life. And he will quicken your, make alive your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. He'll take care of you by his spirit. He'll he'll cleanse your blood. He'll heal your pupils. He'll give you new eardrums. He'll, he'll, He'll give you new members in your body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? But when he blessed us and he ascended, he poured his almighty Holy Spirit or sent the Holy Spirit to dwell in us like we taught this week and to also be with us. There is a corporate presence, right? There is a personal presence. The Spirit is upon me. And then there is a presence with us and in us and all of that. You know, you know it. I'm not going to go through it. Isn't that true? Yes. Okay, so what he did is he brought the perfection of humanity and lived out what no man can live in order to not only gain the ability as a man to forgive sin 
as a high priest that was tempted in all points like you are, yet without sin, but also to gain the universal right or the, the, the heavenly right to make you as he is. Yes. Now, I know I pointed over here, but, the, you know, I'm not talking about me. Are you listening to me? So if the word of God said, as he is, so are we in this world. And then it is because he did not live righteousness to prove he's righteous. He did not live victory to prove he's victorious. He, he did it for more than that. He did it to prove he can give you the victory. He did it, he did it in order to procure the right to give you the righteousness. The righteousness you didn't earn, he earned for you. The victory you didn't get, he got for you. The change you didn't have, he got, he received for you. The, the image you didn't possess, he manifested for you. My God. My, 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 my. That's right. So when he says, as he is, so are we in this world. And, then I, and, and you say, but I don't feel as he is. And then and, and I don't think I could be as he is. And I'm trying my best to be as he is. He didn't say, try your best to be as he is. He says, as he is, so are you. When you know who you are, when you know who you know, then who you know gives you who he is and you become a partaker hey hey isn't that right isn't that right let me uh, just take a moment and So in the word of God, very important, Elijah sees, uh, Elisha sees Elijah going up. He says, my father, my father. Remember that? The char- chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And so the, the mentoring or the fathering uh, anointing is throughout the word of God. Patriarchs. That word patriarch, we talk about the patriarch Abraham, even in the New Testament. Remember in the New Testament? It said, consider him how great this man was, talking about Melchizedek, to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tithe of all. Yes. Now, if you're I am I, and you know that's in the Bible, shout. Yes. And so when we look at that uh, word, the Greek word patriarche, and, and it, it means the head of a household. Are, are you listening to me? And so there, there he is. There is Abraham is a father of, of, well, his name is what? A father of what? Many nations. And Isaac patriarch, right? And, 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 and uh, Jacob patriarch. And we call those in Christendom, in Christianity, the patriarchs. After that, we go to different uh, times when the judges came and the, you know, all of that. And then there were kings, you know, like Saul and followed by David. But when you go to the second chapter of the book of Acts, 
Peter speaking by the Holy Ghost said the patriarch David in the second chapter of the book of Acts that means apostolic doctrine New Testament doctrine is presented and so when he preaches he said the patriarch David and then he talks about him find it um, Robert and so he calls David a patriarch or what a father of the household now very important because when God uh, gave Israel or gave humanity if you will what we wanted you know even though Saul was the best pick Saul disqualified himself just as allegorically speaking the best of you before Christ is disqualified and the least of you knew in Christ is qualified to grow up into him in all things. You are a new creation. You're not a soul. You're part of David's house. What verse is it, Robert? Verse 29. Quote it to me. Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David. All right. Now see that See now, the patriarch David. Well, I thought he was only prophet, priest, and king. No, the patriarch Abraham. Well, what did God give Abraham? God gave Abraham a promise. And the promise was made to Abraham and his seed. And the promise says to seeds, not seeds as of many, but to his seed, which is Christ. So he said to Abraham, I will make you the father of many nations. In you will all the families or the nations or the people groups of the earth be blessed. But he was really talking about when he becomes, when the word becomes a man and through the cross of salvation, he would supply all nations with the capacity to become part of the same house where he can father you, shepherd you, mentor you, care for you, supply for you. Hey! Hey! Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory! Glory! All right, you may be seated. And um, and so so he says he says uh, to to um, Abraham and to his seed, and he says to to us um, through many scriptures, but announcing um, he will sit on the throne of his father David. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. This is where the definition of Christ as the Son of Man comes into play. Are, are you following? So you see here that humanity was redeemed by conceiving the heavenly 
and given birth to the superior and then receiving salvation to be lifted up by him to that level of fellowship and communion and, 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 and resemblance to him. You following me? Okay, let's read a verse of scripture. Isaiah 9. Do you believe the scriptures? Yes. Shout it like an army. Yes. For unto us, verse 6, Isaiah 9 and 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Is that what it says? Upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called. Wonderful. Or a wonder. Counselor. The mighty God. The everlasting father. The prince of peace. Now we see. Something very important. I don't even know if I have a little bit of time to break it down. We see God the Father. The Father of what? The Father of what? Spirits. The Father of what? Lights. Are you listening to me? But he, here he is. He's the Father of lights. And yet humanity without a Redeemer... For the most part, with the exception of the heroes God anointed. For the most part, without Christ. Humanity, for the most part, is being fathered by the devil. Now, I didn't come up with that. Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. Now, how was the devil treating us? Ha, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for a witness this morning. Huh? How was the devil fathering you? Huh? And very abusive? Very, very terrible? Very, very evil? Huh? He didn't care. He doesn't care about his children. He's not a feeder. He only feeds himself. And so when the Lord said, you are of your father the devil, 
uh, Jesus did. And the desires of your father or the lusts of your father you will do. He is revealing evidence that there, there is a season of time when humanity only had periodic access to prophets. And sometimes even we, we stoned them, we killed them, we rejected them, whatever. But there were sometimes people that accepted and received. The widow woman in Zarephath accepted the prophet and was sustained through famine. Uh, the, the, the Shunammite woman was accepted the prophet and got taken care of. The, the, the woman in, in, in debt accepted the direction of, of the prophet and experienced how, how, how a miracle works. She got in her household. She had no husband. She had no father. But the presence of the spirit of fatherhood was all over her house. And she got in her house and the prophet said, listen, you do this. I, I'm not going to go with you but my word will go with you I'm paraphrasing shut the doors about you don't let anybody in on you and your kids when you begin to pour out that stuff it will not it will not work the way natural things work it will not run out it'll continue to multiply and continue to increase because God has an appointment with you at your house in secret where he's There is provision in the house. There is healing in the house. There is blessing in the house. There is multiplication in the house. Hey. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory. This is why when you are taught, and I'm going to take a moment because I want to help you. When you are taught the vision, the, 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 the truth for your life, come in agreement with the spirit of the truth and stay in that spirit, not opening up the doors of your mind and hearing and all of that to that which contradicts what you're called to do because your enemy wants to abort your destiny are, are you listening if, if, if do, do not allow the, the contradictions equal time Very important, very important. And um, when you hear contradictions to the truth, answer them. Don't be so nice. Answer them. See, standing up for God is not mean. Standing up for God is righteous. And so periodically people would listen to prophets and would obey 
the direction of, of the messengers of the Lord, even though, you know, we, you know, we didn't understand them. Like even in Moses, a lot of griping and complaining and things were happening. How many understand what I'm talking about? And the people, for the most part, lived teetering um, with idolatry and, 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 uh, and, and angering the, uh, God and all of that. But then, then all of that word spoken, which is the word declaring the truth in the earth and the promises in the earth, in his fullness, took on humanity and represented to man who the Father is through man. Are you listening to me? And so he said, he that hath seen me has seen the Father. Don't you believe, don't you know that I am in the Father and the Father in me? How about this one? No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten of the Father, the only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father. He has revealed him. So while he is here revealing the the God of heaven in the physical body, he is not limited to location or separated from the heavenly. He's walking in synchronization with the heavenly. If you need an arm and your arm is shriveled, the word will dealt. Go ahead and stretch that. If the word tells you to do something, something is going to come from the realm of the invisible and meet you and take care of you. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. And so with continuity, the Lord Jesus calls people, my daughter, my son, and uh, you could see that uh, by, by saying that, he, he's not just talking to people at large. He's talking to specific ones that received from him and got an opportunity to go on record in our sacred scriptures. Got a miracle. Does that make sense? And, or were about to receive one from the Lord. So he would say, he would say, son, be of good comfort. Be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. Isn't that powerful? Yes. So he's declaring that as, 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 uh, um, as a word of purity, enabling that man to get rid of guilt before he would receive his miracle. You see, because if you don't know that your sins are forgiven you. How will you accept what you don't deserve? I need to stop. I, I just need to stop. So in defining Christ, he says, everlasting father. <clears throat> 
So we, we see here that the heavenly Father so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son because in Christ Jesus, I want you to see this very closely, very carefully, and, and no one can take this out of context or, or say uh, or put words in the, the apostle's mouth that I didn't say. Are you listening to me? In Christ Jesus, God and man are in perfect union. In the person of Christ, the last Adam, God and man are in perfect union, and the man Christ Jesus always does the things that please the Father, and God the Father always hears the prayers that Christ prays. So God and man are perfectly united in Christ Jesus. And since he's the last Adam, he became the firstborn. So he can father humanity, not according, listen, stop, not according to your father Adam, who couldn't even make a good suit. Huh? No, not according to that father, but according to the last Adam, the father that is both God and man, so he can put the God stuff in your life and take out the feeble stuff out of your life and raise you up. He will father you. He will shepherd you. He will mentor you. He will direct you. He will educate you. He will revelate you. He will elevate you. He will transform you. He will heal you. He will reform you. He will bless every aspect and every arena of your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He, he, he's, he's not only the Lamb of God, He is the Good Shepherd. My God. Hallelujah. 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 Well, jump up to your feet, lift your hands to the Lord. Father, all over the world today, we celebrate this day. We, we thank you for fathers. We thank you for fathers of families and households, parents. We thank you for the, um, the wisdom you supply uh, your mentors with. We also thank you uh, first and foremost for this knowledge that is increased regarding your fatherhood in our lives and the qualifications of your fatherhood through Christ Jesus for you became you became us you became um, our 
you took our place so that you could supply us with a co-sharing in your place. You made us to sit together with you in the heavenly places. We honor you and magnify you today in the middle of a world that is um, imperfect in times and seasons where the propagandas of the degeneration and discord um, uh, is running amok and, 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 and the signs of the times show a similarity to uh, as it was in the days of Noah, but today we stand knowing that we are the family of our apostle of our confession. We're the family. We are the body of Christ. We are members in particular. We are redeemed with a price more precious than anything that this universe can offer. The eternal, self-existent, living word of God became man that he might pay for man and redeem mankind from every degeneration and every corruption that this world tries to infiltrate us with and impose upon us. And today, we trust in your ability and enablement to shrug off everything that tries to violate the purity of our call and to stand as the light and to stand as the stabilizing factor, the salt of the world in your name, in your name. We will not settle for anything less than the greatest harvest of souls and the greatest multiplication of disciples that walk in the authority and the ability of God upon this earth. We thank you and give you honor and praise and glory. Every need, every prayer request, every financial need, every physical need, every psychological need, every need of peace that passes understanding, every need for sleep sleep and rest, every need for energy and vitality, every need for youth and health that is represented under this anointing now. Let it be met by your power and by your ability to your glory. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com, and we'll see you next week.